0: Hey, this is Dustin Ibarra, and you're listening to the Mad Scientist Party Hour.
1: Oh, hi, friends!
2: Welcome back to another episode of Mad Scientist Party Hour. My name's Kevin Kraft. Once again, joined by a man who is just about fully nude and is currently whacking his bone around on his fellow
3: Nexium cult members. That's Jeff Clark. It's good. Point. I am in Nexium country, aren't I? And transmitting to us from the reboot van, the
2: bearded booger-eating Chrissy Teigen, known as
1: Shuddy Boy. Yo, pratt,
2: Oh, well, welcome back, friends. Good to hear that noise again.
3: <laughs> far too long. Yeah, far too long. Yeah, so wow. Wait, what, what didn't you... Chrissy Teigen make a comeback, too? It's comeback season, right?
2: Yeah. Nice. Yeah. So, Shuddy, it's been forever. Like, what sort of a journey have you gone? I, 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 did you go hiking in Nepal? Did you find your spirit animal? Uh
0: I did not, uh, do any sort of Ricky Williams kind of finding myself adventure.
3: Uh, it was just,
0: it was just, you know, (laughs) a lot of time of, uh, of cooling down for lack of a better, lack of a better term. Just, uh, it just took, uh, took a little while for my level head to prevail. A lot of jack mm, it. A little meditation. Get, and you know what we can blame this on? No, no. It happened before that. Never mind. I did get vaccinated the first vaccine shot.
2: Oh, so you think that might have made you a little moody?
0: No, no. Because that happened after the spasm started. So uh. it, it couldn't have been. I was just trying to find some way to blame something other than me.
3: I feel really good about. Putting this on Pfizer or Moderna or what Johnson and Johnson, whatever. It was Pfizer for sure. Oh yeah. They could find all the time.
0: I I had to take a whole Xanax to be okay to get my shot.
2: Oh, because you hate needles. Oh.
0: Yeah, I was starting to have really bad issues that morning. So I took like a half Xanax two hours before my shot and then another half, a half hour before and ate an edible, and smoked the volcano.
3: Good Lord. Just <laughs> be <we> carried in?
0: <laughs> so I uh, I was calm, but the, the nurse w- could absolutely tell that it, had I been in my right mind, it would not have gone so smoothly. What because if- I didn't breathe from the second my ass hit the seat to the second she told me it was over and it was okay to breathe again.
2: Because you just hate injections. You're not, like, afraid of vaccines or anything. You just hate any shot. What, Correct, yeah. What if Pfizer somehow found a way where they like soaked a snake in vaccine and they got a way where like a snake would just bite you and give you the proper dose? Would you rather get a snake bite vaccine or the shot?
0: No, probably the shot. I'm not necessarily afraid of snakes, I, um, but I'm not a, a huge fan. I mean, like, been- I'm okay looking at them. I don't like touching them.
2: You don't want to hold like
0: a set, Correct. Like, that time that I held Smokey was terrifying for me, especially when he started wrapping around my leg.
2: Yeah, uh, he's a, was he little was. a much. Smokey was a hugger. <laughs> <And>
0: so, <laughs> I, I don't have a lot of experience uh, dealing with reptiles, but I am not uh, very keen on touching them.
2: See, I got bit by Smokey a bunch of times. Yeah, it was no big deal. Get bit by a snake. It's, it's like not even... It's that would have our even,
0: relationship. It's not even the shot itself. Like, it, it's not like it hurts a tremendous amount. It's just the thought of it penetrating me.
2: Yeah, I like to be the one doing the penetrating. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, I hear you. Like, I was I was super tense, and, like, she stabbed me, and I, like, tensed up even more. And then she finished, and she was like, you don't like needles, do you? I was like, not at all. And she's like, well, you can start breathing again. It's over.
2: Did she call you a pussy?
0: She did. Not, not to my face. Did she give you a lollipop? Nope. Hmm. Just a fucking Band-Aid and a what little bottle you? of water.
3: They don't have to, like, find the vein for that, right? They can just poke it right in your arm?
0: It's got to go in muscle, I believe, like other vaccines do. Yeah. Uh, I'm not a
3: vaccine guy. What do I know?
2: I think the vein is just when they're taking blood. Yeah,
0: so they can get blood easily.
2: Or if you're shooting heroin, right?
0: Or for an IV, because they want to get that right into your bloodstream. So it gets carried throughout your body. This... uh, As far as I know, most vaccines and stuff like the rabies shot I got had to go in muscle.
2: Did we know about the rabies shot?
0: I feel like I haven't heard this. When I got bit by the dog and had to go get rabies shots, you did know about this. This happened many, many years ago, over 10, because. Oh. There was something that happened recently that oh when i got bit by the dogs in the fight <laughs> why do you always get bit I, by dogs well remember in february i got bit by my dogs because they were fighting and i got between them
3: yeah i remember the story
0: and dom went back through the pick through his photographic evidence and we did determine that uh, the last time I got a tetanus shot was over 10 years ago because it was 11 years that I got bit at the party and had to have the tetanus and rabies vaccines in the emergency room.
2: It might be a long time since I've had a tetanus shot, too, because I remember when I was in high school, the these like affordable housing apartments I was living in, they were building a couple new buildings right near mine. And me and all my friends used to play hide and seek at night in one of them. And I stepped on a fucking nail and it like went through my shoe and into my foot. And I had to go get a tetanus shot for that. But now that I'm thinking back, I don't know if I've gotten one since. You're supposed to stay up to date on those, right? I mean,
0: yeah, I think they want you to get them every 10 years. Mm, But I might be due if you're not like if you're going to the hospital for something that you might get tetanus from and you haven't had your shot recently, they just give you the shot. So I don't, I don't know how important it is when you go in for your physical to be like, I need to get my tetanus shot updated.
2: You see, I'm the stupid guy. I'm I'm counting on the doctors to be the smart ones and tell me
3: like you tell me what I
0: need. I
2: don't
3: know what I need. How long do your medical records go back with like these doctors? Can they access your I don't know, like ones from New Jersey or when you were living where you were living before you moved out to California? I don't know, because
2: when I volunteered at the vaccination sites in San Diego, they wanted to make sure I had all of my childhood vaccinations. And I guess in 1982, they just gave you a card. So my mom has like my birth certificate and shit, but she does not have my vaccination card. So, so
0: how did you get around that?
2: Um, I think they drew a shitload of blood from me and tested it for, like, the antibodies or something like that. I know they took a bunch of blood and they also wanted – what was it, like, tuberculosis, some shit like that? CD Di- test? Yeah, because San Diego is so close to the, the border. Like, a lot of people coming from Mexico that, like, cross the border illegally, there's, like, a huge – uh, number of tuberculosis cases in, in people doing that. So I guess they, like most cities, it's not a big deal, but San Diego, they have to keep an eye on tuberculosis and shit. So if I'm like around people that are coming in to get shots, they don't want me having tuberculosis, I guess. Makes sense. But yeah, you, you would not have had fun with that because they took like, no. they took quite a few vials of blood.
0: When they said we need to take blood, I would have said, well, I am no longer volunteering. I withdraw my name from consideration. Um,
2: here, here. Could you just punch me in the face and maybe hold a cup under my nose?
3: To me, there is a difference between drawing blood or yes, penetrating the vein or whatever, puncturing the vein, than just like shooting a vaccine into my muscle. Like that doesn't sound... Nearly, like I'm not gonna freak out as much about that. It's something about like I don't know. I feel like I've said this before, but like the 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 effect that watching *Requiem for a Dream* had on me, like I just ah, just like needles in the vein, gross me the fuck out. They do. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. That's 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 as simple as I can put it.
2: What if there was an injection that would make like your 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 dongus bigger? No, nah, I mean. One shot right in the vein, and you get, like, two bonus inches or something. I was
3: trying to think of a joke, but yeah, I would do that for sure. <laughs> I mean, yeah, if you're going to give me two extra inches, shoot away, you know? And you have Here, to I'll be, get the fuck... I'll give me
2: the need. I'll do it. You have to be petting a snake and have a sugar glider on your head.
3: I mean, I i know how i acted towards the sugar glider over all those years but i'm much chiller with that i i've never touched a snake i don't think i ever touched one of your sugar gliders when they're alive but i've never touched a snake and that's something i you know it would have to essentially be thrown at me for me to fucking <laughs> touch it you know what i mean like I, i'm good i'm good i don't need to know what it feels like do you think a snake is like your least
2: favorite animal because we all know your hatred of animals outside of dogs
3: probably they're just gross and it's like they obviously like they can like slither and move into places that are that could be hard to find you know what i mean like i don't know like you can't hide a bit like you can't hide a fucking bear or like a hippo or you know what i mean a big like dangerous animal that could trample you (laughs) theoretically you could (laughs) see them coming although this is a trip there are bears that are like in my grandmother's like on my grandmother's property my father sent me a picture of a bear, like just like trying to eat her the 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 bird food out of the bird feeder. It's like I would lose my shit if I saw a bear in the backyard.
1: Oh, it's gonna rape me like that bear in the, the Revenant. Don't I DiCaprio. Would, me. I would.
3: The next day, I would be a gun owner. The very next day, <laughs> <laughs> you wouldn't try to go and give him like a picnic basket
2: and be his friend. <laughs> kill him with kindness yeah. nah, i don't know present him with like a, a clay jar of honey be like oh
1: i heard you guys like this
3: <laughs> so, let's be
2: bros you yeah
3: come in and play some madden i need i have an extra controller
1: hey um can i train you to eat my enemies
3: <laughs> oh yeah if i can if i have like a pet bear like who's that guy in uh walking dead was it ezekiel that just walked around the a t- a tiger Oh yeah. Yeah. I would that would be sweet. A pet bear. I feel like a bear aside from like the size and how bad it could go, a bear is one of my favorite animals, like the one that I'm most interested in. They I do saw, look like they would be fun to to like cuddle. I'd spoon I with a, a, a huge bear. R- yeah, well, yeah, of course. I would like <laughs> to sit on a lap, its lap and have it burp me. Uh <laughs> After a big meal. No, I I don't have like a full on review for this, but with my grandmother, she's into nature stuff. We watched ugh, the new Netflix series, uh, wildlife and like national like uh, documentary it has David Attenborough. What's it called? Life is color, I think. And it just like kind of does like a breakdown on why certain animals have a certain color and like skin pattern or. Stuff like that, you know, it's it's all usually based around it trying to mate or it trying to like run away or camouflage itself from predator or prey. But it was pretty good. I I feel like out of the two of you, you, I'm gonna get Kevin. I think you would be the most in. I figured you'd be the most into like nature programming.
0: I like the David Attenborough documentary things that he does. They're things I usually put on at bedtime like they're chill they're interesting they can hold my attention but it's also something that I don't mind falling asleep during and then just starting back from where I fell asleep his voice is very soothing like he sounds like he knows what he's talking about for sure
3: yeah well that's for sure Kevin I feel like you're a shark week guy am I wrong was I wrong on that yeah you're wrong <sighs>
2: I mean, I don't, I'm not opposed to like nature documentaries. I like them when they're on. I just never think to put them on. I'm always either watching a movie or putting something on for background noise. And it's usually like, it's either Parks and Rec, The Office, or the Bob Ross channel.
3: Speaking of soothing voices. Okay. Fuck, Mary, kill. (laughs) Nature, programming, Sports documentary or history documentary. Who okay. I mean I'll get the
2: easy one out of the way. I'll kill sports. Okay. Never had a chance, huh?
3: No. Nah, nah, no. Well, I, I was thinking about movie or music, and those are easy ones. Like you're de- you definitely aren't gonna kill one of those two. So I wanted to make it as hard. But okay, no sports. You kill sports. Excuse kill sports. Um the
2: history one, I'll I'll fuck history and I'll marry nature.
3: Okay, you have to go to bed every night with nature. You're okay with that.
2: Yeah, especially if I if I smoke a little weed. I feel like nature is very fun
3: when you're high. Fair enough. However, you if they're covering action sports or yeah, extreme sports, you're going to run into like people that you've either interviewed or Like, I don't know a few degrees removed from because of Jason Ellis. And I didn't you watch the Andre the Giant documentary somewhat uh, when that came out? You like that one, right? That would count. Yeah. I mean,
2: if it was Andre the Giant or skateboarding, those are two topics I would be interested in. But like anything about baseball or basketball or
3: men's soccer. Yeah, I'm out. Well, we were talking about sports documentaries, so we don't you have to bring up soccer? <laughs> Still, my favorite Kevin Kraft joke ever. It's, I love that one. Uh, <laughs> also, don't have to give a fuel. I hmm. do. You have stuff to review? Do you guys have stuff to review? Because I've uh, seen watched, like a
0: shocking amount. We watched nobody. I watched that as well. Let's
3: talk about it. What'd you guys huh? think?
0: If you take out all of the action scenes, it was fucking dumb. But when you add in all of the action scenes, it was a lot of fun to watch. The plot was not the greatest, in my opinion, but the fight scenes were phenomenal. Every single one of them was a lot of fun to watch.
2: Yeah, I I really enjoyed christopher lloyd in it oh fuck like, yes just seeing him again in such a cool role, role just put a massive smile on my face i was like oh man i i fucking needed this this is awesome
0: uh that scene that he shows up in after uh bob odenkirk calls him and tells him to expect trouble when the two guys walk in and then he just blasts them both yeah. in the guts one of them the-
2: elia neishuller
0: well, one of them was Ilya. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it was just I was like, yes, this is what I wanted. And then when he shows up to save the day was also fantastic. He's looking a little old though.
2: I mean he is.
0: I, 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 I always
2: remember because when I was a kid, I watched Back to the Future so much.
0: So uh, did I. I always thought he had gray hair at that from that moment.
2: Me too. And they kind of like made him look old. Like, I just thought he was, you know, from a little kid, you think somebody who's 25 is old. So when you see Christopher Lloyd in Back to the Future and he's got gray hair and shit, I'm like, oh, he's a grandpa. So he's sort of got, it's almost like a little bit, um, uh, 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 fuck, why can't I get anybody but Steve Rogers out of my head?
0: Steve Martin? Yes. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) Was. Steve
2: Martin, same thing. He just looked like an old man my whole life, and now he actually is an old man, and it's like, oh wow, he tricked me. And I feel like Christopher Lloyd is the same. I, but I mean, Christopher Lloyd's way older than Steve Martin at this point, I believe.
0: Uh, Christopher Lloyd is eighty-two.
3: Damn. Yeah, I uh. actually like when I saw him. I first second I was like, wait, I thought he was dead.
0: And Steve Martin is seventy-five, so they're not that far off.
2: Wow, man, that's weird. But yeah, as a little kid, you know, age means nothing. Anybody who's like older than a teenager is just like, yeah, you are an ancient old mummy. So it's weird now that I'm old, and they are now both ancient old mummies. But yeah, the right. the um, I, I heard what's his name, Bob Odenkirk on on Howard, talking about how. The idea for this movie came from him getting robbed. Like, his house got broken into while he and his family were there. And he always had, like, this tremendous guilt about not doing anything and not protecting them. So that's kind of what burred this whole movie. And I do like that he wasn't, like, some invincible ass-kicker. Like, he did get fucked up a whole bunch in that movie. And he also fucked up a whole bunch of other people way more. That dude could take a punch let me tell you a <laughs> yeah.
0: scene where he's in the tattoo parlor and his tattoo shows up, and that old Vietnam vet like just books out of the room and locks the door like <laughs> seventeen times
2: <laughs> yeah, I liked it a lot i it's it's a nice, crisp 90 minutes. I put it on while I was on the exercise bike. My fucking annoying ass bike routine went by in the blink of an eye. It's a four dicker for me. I really like nobody.
0: Yeah. I mean, I didn't, like I said, I didn't really enjoy the non action y stuff. Like it was all just, it w- felt very much like it was there just to get us to the next action scene. Uh, but I had a blast. Like by the time it ended, I was like, that was so much fun to watch. So I'm, I'm at three and a half. Like it, it's a, it's a popcorn flick for sure. Yeah. Which is exactly what I needed it to be.
3: I think people need to hear from us, their homies, and telling them that, hey, you're going into this looking for action, right? Yeah, you're not Just going into the this. Expectation.
0: You're not going into this expecting it to be as well plotted out as John Wick. Yeah. The action sequences are very much on par with something like that the plotting is a little bit just a little silly at times but action wise it's fucking awesome bob odenkirk kills it in this movie as this type of person
3: as hutch yeah i wish that i feel like there was something lost i don't know if i talked about this in my in my review but i feel like there was something lost by no one in his family or like in his circle outside of like his I guess his father and the Riza, knowing that like this guy had squabbles, that this guy was dangerous. Like no, maybe the wife, wife kinda did.
0: did. The wife did, but the, the brother in law and father in law did not. The wife, I think, had an idea. Father in law did not was, um,
2: seem Michael Ironside, by the way. Of uh she
0: did not seem to be the least bit concerned that first time he came in all covered in blood the level of concern she had for someone who didn't expect this from her husband
1: right, was, was very
0: much not there. she was not, she did not seem very shocked. She's like, what's wrong? And he's like, I had a rough night. She's like, okay, let's clean you up. And she's stitching him back, stitching a knife wound in his side.
2: Yeah. Well, he's like, can we pork?
0: Yeah. Can we be more intimate?
3: I mean, that's the perfect time to shoot your shot, right? Seven. It, worked. Fucking... it worked.
0: Yeah, it she worked. She showed. She got rid of that body pillow between them and was affectionate in the bed.
3: Well, and they went to Pound town. <laughs> Speaking of
2: popcorn I didn't even movies, realize I realized that uh, that
0: was Michael Ironside.
2: I didn't either. I found it out afterwards. He's very heavily disguised by facial hair and age. Uh, wait. I watched um, the new Mortal Kombat.
0: I have not watched that yet. So my I've brother's mixed reviews.
3: Yeah, we were going to go see it or my brother's kind of put it on the calendar for us to see it when I returned to California from New York. And then they were like, you know, we're less interested after reading the reviews. And it's only got a 40 or 54 or something on Rotten Tomatoes. Like, what? Why would you think Rotten Tomatoes is? Re- give a high score to Mortal Kombat. Like, I'd almost not want to go if it was, like, certified fresh by Rotten Tomatoes. I expected like, if you went to the critics for Mortal Kombat to look at Mortal Kombat before buying a ticket, you would just wouldn't everyone assume that it's going to get bad reviews? I'm confused by this.
2: Yeah. Like, Sub-Zero doesn't live in a van and and diarrhea in a bucket in it. They're not. (laughs) This isn't a critic movie. But um, no. I, I watched it I watched it with uh, Brandano. We went on a nice long hike and then watched Mortal
3: Kombat at like nine in the morning. <laughs> you bros are all vaced up and just hanging out together, right? Tongue kissing, just back to normal. Oh, yeah. Yep, 69ing,
2: Blumpkins. It's all on the table now. How does Nana feel about
0: off? you cheating on her?
2: You know what, Shuddy Boy... Why don't you just quit the damn
0: show again, huh? Oh, shit. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> I, I've i been sitting on those jokes for now two weeks. Yeah, I so.
2: realize you got a lot pent up. You got to... I get it, Shuddy. I get it. You son of a bitch. But it was... I don't know. <laughs> okay, Mortal Kombat... It, the, the trailer made it seem like it was going to be... Finally doing the fan service. Like, what people have wanted since those crappy ones came out in the 90s. Which, holy shit. I must have only seen the first Mortal Kombat, like, once. And even as a kid, I was like, fuck that stupid-ass movie. That was so dumb. And then when Mortal Kombat Annihilation came out, I was like, get the fuck out of here. I'm not wasting my time on that. So I rewatched both of them. And, holy shit. Just... Absolutely brutal. So maybe that actually helped out this Mortal Kombat in hindsight. Just watching those two turds and then watching this one. Cause no Mortal Kombat movie should ever be PG-13. Like people, parents were flipping out. They were trying to get that game pulled off the market. Politicians were clutching their pearls and oh, the children. And then they plop out a PG-13 turd of a movie. Get the fuck out of here, you sons of bitches. So I was excited that there's finally. Getting, and then they, they had interview clips of the director of it saying, like, oh boy, we really had to try hard to fight an NC 17 rating on this and just get it down to R. I don't buy that for a second. It wasn't that violent. Like, there was for sure cool scenes and violence, but it wasn't nonstop. Like, they're. they're there's a couple cool kills. The the shit in the very beginning with Scorpion when he first makes the, um, the little blade on the rope and doing the get over here shit. Awesome. And Kano turned out to be the coolest part of the whole movie. He was like the Jeff Clark of the movie.
3: Uh,
2: Elaborate. Keep going. Um, he was pretty much there just to make off-color jokes, bust everybody's balls, and get everybody pissed off.
3: Nice. Could he fight or no?
2: Yeah. All
3: right.
2: But the weirdest part about it, which a lot of people are pointing out, is uh, they never have the Mortal Kombat tournament.
3: <laughs> like, yeah.
2: They take measures so the, to... So it
3: Mortal Kombat?
2: <laughs> they like, take measures to sort of
3: prevent the tournament from taking place. But it's, it's so weird. She just like, said it was COVID. It's like, COVID, <laughs> we can't do a tournament. This is one of my super spreading.
2: Like, there are, there are 11 Mortal Kombat games. There is an enormous cast of characters and fighters. And they've still felt the need to create a new character who was, like, some boring-ass, washed-up MMA fighter. It was so lame. And that guy sucked. He couldn't act. He just had a lame presence. Um... All that aside though, it was still pretty cool. Like I went in with a pretty low bar, and that helped. Like it was Kano was super fucking funny. There
3: was cool moves. The special effects finally look good. Um so how, how did they get him to fight without there being a tournament? Like what was the plot device or how do they set that up? So they
2: had everybody has these Like, the Mortal Kombat logo is, like, a transferring tattoo. So, some people are born with it, or if you kill somebody that has one, the tattoo transfers to you. So, they're, like, Sub-Zero is the bad guy, and he has his crew. And then Raiden is the good guy, he has his crew. And they sort of do a pre-tournament battle to try and stop them from, like, wiping out all the good guys. It, it was the plot was very loosely strung yeah. along, and you can tell right. there's there's like a the very final scene. You can tell they're setting up for sequels, and I think the guy that plays Sub Zero signed up signed a contract allowing for five Mortal Kombat movies.
0: What the so fuck?
2: If I think it did well, I think it won at the box office. Um, it well, that's probably, not
0: saying much.
2: It probably streamed really well on HBO Max. So, and I know Dom loved it. I saw Dom's review on Letterboxd. So, uh, who knows? Maybe they will make more. I feel like they definitely barely scratched the surface as far as characters. Uh, I mean, pretty few big ones. Sorry, Kevin. No, a pretty, like a handful of big name characters did get killed in this one. So they they can just revolving, revolving door cycle in, you know, more of the... Like Johnny Cage wasn't even in it. They had some big names that didn't make it into the movie. I always liked striker Reptile. Striker
3: in it. Oh, good one.
2: Nope, no Striker. Reptile Who were the guys was, that are in there? Reptile was kind of in it. They did the same thing they did in the first Mortal Kombat movie, sort of, where he was like a, a clear, invisible... Lizard, but he never turns into like a human form in this one.
3: If they could do it right, it would be awesome to see like a team good a good guy Mortal Kombat team versus a bad guy mortal combat team in some sort of like I don't know, battle versus just one on one, like that feels like a tough thing to write. <laughs> I know how much you just shit on the original Mortal Kombat. I wasn't a fan of it. But it felt like they got... What, do they get to Mortal Kombat Island in a somewhat reasonable manner? It just was like a very well-known like (laughs) fight-to-the-death tournament. And it's like, that's all you really need.
0: Lambert was Raiden. And there was a portal, and it was another dimension.
2: Yeah, I watched Mortal Kombat Annihilation, and Liu Kang and Katana go in these, like, orbs that fucking spin really fast and go through the center of the earth. It was, it, it was kind of like um, uh, 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 the Godzilla versus Kong. Like, they, they literally didn't give two flying fucks what connected the fight scenes. They're just like, oh, yeah, just um, put them in a, you know, American Gladiator-style steel cage and send them through the center of the earth. But I don't know. It sounds like I'm shitting all over it. And the guy... I I know the filmmakers said the studio forced them to create the UFC or not UFC MMA fighter who's the main character that doesn't exist in the video games. They were like forced to put that guy in. But if you want to turn your brain off and see an R-rated Mortal Kombat movie, this might be the best you ever get. Uh, I feel... Confident sucking 3.75 scorpion dicks.
3: That's a much higher score than I was going to predict that you had.
2: I mean, Dom gave it four and a half dicks, and I'm pretty sure Dom Mm -hmm. considers the first Mortal Kombat movie to be a five-dicker.
1: Yeah.
3: On one hand, he has great movie (laughs) credibility. On the other hand, he has really terrible movie (laughs) credibility. So, I don't know.
2: (laughs) But yeah, the Oscars (sighs) did take place last night. We didn't have any bets riding on it because I know you guys are over it. We made that announcement, and nobody in the Puminati seemed to give a shit. So, um, yeah, no, no Oscar bets this year, no punishment, but the Oscars still happened. I didn't watch them.
3: I don't think you guys watched
2: them. I
0: did not either. Nope.
3: Just had no juice this year. That's a big part of it too. Like I, I don't know. I'm not anti Oscar bets, but we went. I feel like we went a little too hard with with Shuddy's punishment. So I don't hate taking a year off or revisiting it but just either way I was never going to watch the Oscars tonight it's or last night I had no juice I was getting some I was doing some work
2: and I I looked at the time and saw that the Oscars were on and I was like you know what fuck it I can put them on in the oh background while I'm getting some getting some work done I don't have cable anymore and I don't think any of the streaming services I have were were carrying it I thought my best bet was Peacock, and I looked on Peacock, and I don't think it was there. So, I just kept like a separate tab open with Twitter just to see who was winning as they announced shit, and uh, I I ended up seeing every one of the the Best Picture nominees.
3: That's unreal. Did uh, b- the black black was it Black Panther and Judas? <laughs> Wait, the Black <laughs> Messiah was it Black and Judas Black Panther and Judas? Judas Grist? and the Black
0: Messiah
3: You know what I'm talking about Was that nominated for best movie? It was I I saw uh, our boy Daniel Kaluuya I think that's how you pronounce it He won supporting actor So yep. that's cool Yeah, and I feel like we were all on the same page there Saying that movie kicked
2: ass and he was awesome in it Yes uh, I mean, it seems like everybody was up Nomadland's butt this past year, so no big shocker there that that won Best Picture and the Chloe Zhao won Best Director. Uh, so I, I I don't know it's it's weird. I'm very very curious to see how you go from just a very dry and there weren't a lot of talk. Like Nomadland was just a lot of long drawn out shots. There wasn't even a lot of dialogue in it. So I'm curious how you go from a movie like that. To a big budget cosmic Marvel movie, because she's directing. She directed Eternals, so I'm very curious to see what that's like after watching uh, uh, Francis McDormand poop in a bucket in her van.
3: Did she win anything for shitting in
2: a bucket?
0: Yeah, best actress.
2: Yeah, she got best actress. Anthony Hopkins yeah. won for the father. And people were pissed off that he won and Chadwick
3: Boseman didn't. It's great getting all these new guys some uh, some award love. Shout out to Anthony Hopkins. No, he's been working hard at this for a long time. I don't. What, was, what did Chadwick Boseman get nominated for? Which Ma one? Rainey's Black Bottom. I thought that would is if anything he was going to be in a supporting role for that one.
1: I, I feel like.
3: If he was, he might have had a shot.
2: I don't know. I was. Yeah, people people are pissed off, and I saw people on Twitter saying Anthony Hopkins should give his Oscar to Chadwick Boseman's widow. Yeah, because totally, that's the
3: same exact thing, and she'd be cool with that.
0: (laughs) Yeah, she's gonna. That's gonna be. It's gonna really mean a lot to her.
3: Yeah. God, they on Twitter, bunch of fucking idiots I did like
2: that um that the lady from Minari uh Ye Jung Yoon I think that's how you say her name cuz that movie wasn't the most exciting movie I've ever seen but her and that little kid were very very funny together um and I I don't I've... know
0: what you're talking about
2: <laughs>
3: yeah, I mean I'm just going to let him
2: go <laughs> So there's this movie called Minari That was like up for best picture and pretty much in every, every category. And she was in that movie and she won an Oscar for it.
0: What was that movie about?
3: Pretty sure bitch ass Paul liked it.
2: It's about a Korean family living in the States in the eighties. And they, I think they moved to Kansas and buy a plot of land to start a farm. And then the farm sort of struggles and then it puts strain on their relationship And then the grandma moves in with them and the kids don't like her because she's weird. And the little kid pisses in a bottle and tricks the grandma into drinking his piss. That was kind of like the funniest part of the whole movie.
3: (laughs) Wow. That has all the seeds for a a movie that would grow into a Best Picture nominee. I'll tell you that. It was
2: just the Oscars this year were all about the misery porn. (laughs) like the father super depressing sound of metal super depressing nomadland depressing judas and the black messiah that was pretty depressing minari was pretty depressing
0: i thought it was good
3: it was yeah. good i thought it was good but i hear you depressing definitely yeah, it heavy. wasn't a
0: light film that's for sure
3: do you think it just would have been weird do you think this is coincidence or like the studios are like no we can't put out anything like i don't know lighthearted or there, there was a move away from that, given the you know the, the COVID year. I mean, Borat got nominated for a bunch of shit. Oh, oh yeah, Sasha Baron Cohen doesn't do lighthearted. Didn't win anything. <laughs> no, that would have been interesting though. Had he gets an acceptance speech, that's kind of what the Oscars needed. Actually, did they? You didn't even see it, so maybe you don't know. I don't know if you read about this, but do they have an in person ceremony? Or was it all, like, digital?
2: No, they did some in-person shit, I think. I think some people accepted their awards over Zoom or whatever, but I didn't watch it. I just kept seeing people flipping out on on Twitter. I guess the show just ended abruptly out of nowhere. Really? Yeah. I think when Anthony Hopkins won, it just ended. So I have no fucking clue what happened there. Uh, I was pumped to see... What might be my favorite movie of last year, uh, Another Round won Best Foreign Film with Mads Mikkelsen. I I reviewed that on the podcast around the time when it first came out. That movie fucking kicks ass. And I just saw right before we started recording that they're going to do an American remake of it and it looks like Leo's going to star in it.
3: You said, "What is this again?" Oh, another round? Yeah, you said another round, right? What was it about again?
0: I also had no idea what you were talking about, so I'm glad Jeff asked.
2: Man, we want, we, want, we can just do some voicemails or something. No, no, no! I'm very interested. I've in lost,
3: your if, Oscar I've lost stuff. if I've lost if I've
2: lost two thirds of the hosts. I have definitely lost the audience.
3: <laughs> no, I, no, everyone's <laughs> very interested in this Leonardo DiCaprio remake of this foreign film that you really liked. What country is it from again? Denmark.
1: Okay.
0: I check out mentally whenever it's a movie with subtitles is mentioned. So that's, you, you can't put my lack of culture on all of the Puminati. Maybe some of them, but not all of them.
2: See, I feel like maybe yeah. if you guys just snorted a little Adderall, because it's Mads Mikkelsen.
3: How can you not like Mads Mikkelsen? ah yeah i'm struggling to place that person that human <laughs> where is he from again <laughs> honestly i could google it i could google it, but every time i touch my computer rant rant takes over my headphones and i can't uh, hear you guys and i get i get all messed up you mean
0: so. siri
3: he, yes
0: i did mean her. hey siri <laughs>
3: She's not he was, listening to you, buddy. He was the bad guy Boys in Casino activated. Royale. Oh, with the the bloody eye drop? Yeah. With the bloody tear? Yeah. Okay. That guy is sweet, yeah.
2: So th- this movie is, is basically about, like, he's kind of in a, a, a going nowhere marriage, and he's a teacher, and he goes out to celebrate a birthday with a bunch of his teacher friends, and they're all like, yeah, we're, getting, we're fucking raging tonight. And he's like, yeah, hey, I'm not. No drinks for me. And they just start ordering the craziest shit. Like they're at this fancy restaurant and this guy comes out and he's like, oh, could I interest you in some of this vodka that is made from melted glacier ice? And the way he's describing all of this crazy alcohol and then he's bringing them out cocktails and like exotic beers and Mads is just sitting there with his fist clenched like sweating from his forehead and he's like, oh, I fucking give. I give, give me some of that. And then they just rage and have a good night and one of them talks about how there's some study from this guy who claims that the human race was born with a blood alcohol content that's, like, 0.06 too low. Like, everybody is just meant to exist with a couple drinks in them. Because that's when you're just at your happiest, you're in a good mood, you're kind of freewheeling and fancy free. So they make a pact. They're like, we're going to maintain a blood alcohol content of 0.06 Every waking minute of our lives, so they're in school, like sneaking off and doing shots in the bathroom, and then of course some people start getting out of hand and it gets a little crazy and people develop drinking problems. But it was it was dope. It was an awesome fucking movie.
3: And you think with Leo, could we get some? I don't know. Is there going to be some further debauchery? Could it go into that way? Where I don't know. This guy, we got we got a coxman, or is it or is it going to (laughs) be? Is it going to be this guy just drinking himself out of favor with this family?
2: It just seems like a very I'll watch both toned down role for Leo. He's either getting buttfucked by a bear or he's in a Tarantino movie or he's playing like a historical figure. Everything in his like, I don't know, past 20 years has been something way more than just a teacher who's like, yeah, I need to keep a buzz going.
3: Yeah. I mean the fucking alpha you know <laughs> but hey it's fucking i got Leo. two things that i watch all right oh yes yeah you guys didn't even you didn't even ask kevin i actually mentioned it before and then you moved past it to. did right somebody to ask gay-ass oscars uh i watch <laughs> i watch uh, this one will be quick i watch the stone cold Steve boston biography i feel like it was right. an a an and
0: e okay, okay. No I spoilers. have not had a chance to put that on, but I am very interested to watch all of them that air this week.
2: Well, spoiler alert: so, he
0: dies at the end. Shuddy. He, Stone Cold Steve Austin is still alive. Shut your fucking whore mouth.
2: Nope, they killed him for the documentary. It's been kept kept under wraps. How was it, Jeff? Ke- I'm uh, very. Kevin,
0: do you
3: want to shut quit again? Stuff. You better chill.
0: <laughs> I mean, it, it's great. Like if you're, I'm typing up my resignation letter again oh, right shit. now. If, if you're in. <laughs>
3: If you're like in our generation, our age group, and you have any, no, if you liked wrestling at all, there's no way you're not gonna love this. It was fucking sick. Okay. That's pretty much where I got done with wrestling. Is the Stone Cold Steve Austin like final match against The Rock? That's kind of when I was out. Um, but I don't know. It's it was just an awesome story. It was you know, awesome, you know, hearing them talk about him being an alpha him being like one of the biggest superstars in wwe history and it was all like personality driven there wasn't a lot of like there wasn't a ton of theatrics right the guy didn't play like a crazy like difficult character or someone that was like i don't know hard really hard to do he just had like a persona and it like was kind of a lightning in the bottle moment for stone cold steve austin but in a way, I don't know if inspiring is a way way to put it. But he ended up getting like a divorce and having like a he has like not the greatest relationship with his daughters. I guess you know, according to him, they're putting it back together now that he doesn't travel as much. But his daughter Coldstone. Like what?
1: Never
3: mind. Takes,
2: uh, uh, it was a good
0: one.
3: It yeah. Take? Did you say take his daughter to Coldstone? Yes. All right, fair enough. I'm just going to cut that. I'm just going <laughs> to cut that out. Never mind. Continue, Jeff. <laughs> Anyways, it was it was interesting and it was kind of gnarly hearing like him essentially make the decision to just like not have a family. Like he he was like, "Yeah, you know, we got a divorce, but that's that. I wanted to be the biggest wrestler in the world. She needed a husband, and <laughs> the kids needed a father, and I just wasn't doing it." I said, "Fuck and- it. I smashed two beer cans together and chugged them." Walked out the door. Uh, Pretty much. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I went on the road (laughs) and that's that. I mean, I took a fucking case of beer with me and just went to the next WWE event. And you know, it's, it sucks that he had to sacrifice that stuff for like my entertainment, but that in my opinion is the greatest era of wrestling. I don't know if that's even like an opinion. It might just be fact. He's one of the greatest characters uh, in, in wrestling history. And it was just a tight, production it was it was fun to watch Shetty you said that you're gonna watch all of them that come out this week what are the other ones
0: Shawn Michaels it's all um hold on I'll get a I'll get a list is it a series
3: like they're all it's new just,
0: yeah they're all new uh it's just this week so any WWE let's see if we got. got. so WWE legends we've got uh Stone Cold, Macho Man, Rowdy, Roddy Piper, Booker T, Shawn Michaels, Bret Hart, Mick Foley, and the Ultimate Warrior.
2: What about um? Dude, what about Boink the Clown? Yeah. is Boink Boink the Clown in there? Uh,
0: it Don't was Doink, not Boink. No. no, it's Doink the Clown. Any Doinks? Oh no, Boink was his little. Oh no! No doink and dink his little clown. You're right, doink and dink. Yeah, dink was doink's little clown, little person sidekick. <laughs> uh,
3: but it was good. It was good. Uh, I would suck. Four point two five Stone Cold Steve Austin dicks. Oh shit! It's just, it's hard. I guess the 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 meter stick or the yard stick to compare this shit to is the Andre the Giant documentary, and because it was HBO and. That one was a little better done, um, but this one was a lot of fun. I really liked it, and if you're a Stone Cold Steve Austin fan or just a fan of that the Attitude Era of WWF, there's no way you're not gonna like it. I guess it was fucking sick, and it's just interesting hearing him and like, like all, the, the mutual respect all these guys have for each other isn't like a new, isn't like a story that's not told yet. Everyone kind of gets it and understands at this point that it's all a show. It's all, you know. entertainment it's not like real rivalries but you know you do have to you know you do have to carry yourself with a certain amount of machismo if you're if you're at the higher upper echelons of the industry and you know the locker room the younger guys like look to the older guys to set an example especially when it comes into like you know stuff like losing like like stone cold steve austin you know, he's not going to be the champion forever. Eventually he has to lose and he has to do it in a way that moves a promotion, moves the industry forward and puts someone else over. That's what they call it. Put someone over. And that's what he essentially did with the rock. And it was like crazy hearing like the rock essentially like almost in tears. I mean, like he's like the most important person in my entertainment life. Like, you know, if he didn't, if he didn't, you know, if he didn't put me over, like I'm not necessarily the rock. And like, the thing about The Rock is his whole character, his whole popularity was built with the idea of of having him go against Stone Cold Steve Austin. So they had worked on this shit for like a year, right? Just planting the seeds. Like Rock, the Rock cannot lose, right? He has to win. Obviously, they're you know they're determining the outcomes, but he has to win for at least eight months in a row before you can even like put him in the conversation of challenging stone cold, Steve Austin fucking we're about to do MSPH wrestling. And if you just, if you just win the money in the bank briefcase, you get to challenge Shuddy. I mean, fucking in regular <laughs> wrestling, the rock had to go undefeated for eight months, but I don't know. I, all that stuff is interesting to me. And it's especially interesting because I grew up with it and it was important to me at that time. But if you're like me, or if you're at all interested in this stuff, you're going to really like that documentary. Uh, um, the other thing that I saw the other night it was the new Netflix movie called Stowaway with Tony Collette, Daniel Day Kim, oh Anna yeah, Kendrick, and and uh, I don't know what the black guy's name is. Hold on, let me see if I can go to IMDb without my computer shitting the bed on me. Well, I can look uh, it up for you if you want, Stella, so it doesn't
2: get agitate. It, it would be
3: Samir. Samir Anderson was his name. Okay. But essentially what it was is it's sci-fi film. I don't know exactly when it's set, but it's in the future. And a three-person team is sent to Mars to do some sort of whatever, Mars mission. And um, (laughs) it's called Stowaway because I think one, I don't remember exactly how how the guy got there because I was like hanging out with my grandma, doing a few things with her. And I had to take my attention off of the sh- the movie a little bit, but I don't know exactly how he got in there, but the trip to Mars and all the science and like the logistics inside the shuttle was based on three people going. And he was like trapped in like some sort of like container and they didn't know he was in there and they ended up finding him when they were already on the way to Mars. So when they fucking, they find him and they you know he becomes the fourth member they have to recalculate the oxygen and all that shit and they find out like oh we're not going to make it with with four people like that's how thin the margins were at least in like the sci-fi world or you don't know future america or yeah we we only NASA. calculated
2: three pooping anuses now there's a
3: fourth yeah now you're all going to die sorry <laughs> it's like well, why didn't you just pack for 10? Like, what the fuck? Yeah. You know, like, maybe I want it. Maybe I get a little hungry or I smoke some pot and I want to use oxygen for three one night. I Jesus. would, I would just
2: kill the stowaway and eat him. And then you save on food.
3: Yeah. So I, it was, I actually thought it was really good. I went into it with not a lot of expectations despite like, I really like Anna Kendrick. Are we a pro Anna Kendrick podcast? I feel like we are. Oh, yeah. No.
0: Do we have not to be? Well,
3: Scott Pilgrim. I don't know. You have like some up in the air. He had a thing with
0: Twilight.
3: She's
2: in Twilight. Just saying he. <laughs> yeah, he, she is. Oh God. Twilight.
3: He had a, an anti Kate Blanchett thing. You had an anti-Amy Adams thing. I got to make they sure. They both suck.
0: Anna Kendrick does not. I thought I'll you softened your Blanchett. approach a little bit on Amy no, Adams. I, and I don't like Amy Adams as Lois Lane. I don't mind her 95% of the rest of the time. That's my issue. I. It's just funny to say how much she sucks, but I really, outside of Lois Lane, I have no problem with Amy Adams.
2: And Cape Blanchett won All me right. over in Thor Ragnarok, and I retroactively like her now. So it turns out I'm the fart face.
3: Did you see her you saw the aviator, right? Where she, yes. her as Catherine Hepburn. She yep. killed that. Right? Yeah. Yeah. And she's awesome in life aquatic with Steve Zizou.
2: Yeah. I'm a dick. I suck. <laughs>
0: hey, that's All Angelica right. Houston.
3: No, they're both in it. <laughs> I'm
0: kidding. I was, it was a bad Curious
3: case of Benjamin button. Right. That's her. She, she kills it. Anyways. Stowaway. I feel like, you know how in, uh, Knocked up when Seth Rogen is talking about Vince Vaughn. He's like, you know, I think Vince Vaughn would like me. That's how I feel about Anna Kendrick. I feel like if given the opportunity, she would like, i don't not necessarily like dating or anything like that, but she would like to hang out with me. Me and her could be friends. That's the vibe that I get from her.
2: I don't know if you've ever missed the mark more. I think Anna Kendrick would yeah. hate
3: you. Why? Come on, <laughs> I'm charming.
2: You would just call something retarded and then she would get pissed off at you.
3: Okay, it's I would dig myself a, a hole initially. I get that. And you would have the to hole's be, a little bit deeper. You, If you were a corporate Jeff,
2: you might have a chance.
3: Oh, yeah? You Today like, sports betting Jeff? I can do yeah, that. Yeah,
2: I feel like corporate Jeff can only stay in his form for so long. You know? It's like a... Man, I feel like there's a comic book reference here that I'm just not digging up. Who's somebody that can only hold their altered form for so long before they crack and revert? Nightcrawler. <laughs>
3: I'm,
0: I'm sure there was,
2: there was some run of the Hulk where he could only stay as the Hulk for a certain amount of time before he would revert back. So we'll just stick with that.
0: Oh, our man from D.C. Okay. Where he would, from the Justice Society, he would drink a potion and he'd have super strength and stuff for exactly 60 minutes.
3: So I can drink a potion. and I'm just not an asshole. That's what, that's what, we're...
0: <laughs> yeah, I could do it. You could only do it for You can only do it for a certain amount of time before you just can't help it anymore.
2: Yeah. You're woke. You're woke it. for like two hours and then you just start sweating.
3: I don't think you're giving me enough credit. I, I, I kept up a rouge that I was normal with my ex for like two and a half years.
0: <laughs> yeah. And then after two and a half years. That's- the yeah. potion. So oil. We you, take you, 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 two you, you, years.
1: Yeah. Can <laughs> oh, we take
3: Anna two and a half years?
1: Does this potion have a booster shot? Oh, no. <laughs> uh,
3: I thought it was good, though. She killed... Everyone acted well in it. I really like that guy, Daniel Day Kim. He gives off a... Uh, yeah, he's awesome. Gives off a, almost like a Korean Clint Eastwood vibe. He's like... Oh, man. Real real alpha. Or, you know, he, he could. If there's a Korean Western or action movie, I, don't, I guess it doesn't even have to be Korean. That guy... I was very impressed by him. He should be a leading man. I want to see him in some more stuff. Daniel Day Kim. I'm
1: a Tony big
2: fan Collette. of Tony Collette as well. I say every She's time right. her name comes up, she got robbed of an Oscar nom for hereditary. Mm. You might not like the movie. It's a horror movie, right? But she was a fucking force of nature in that movie. God damn, she kicks ass.
0: That is true.
2: And the way, way back. Underrated movie.
3: So when we threw on Stowaway, I think both of my brothers were here. And my father, obviously, and they all were like. I guess what I'm getting at the point is I, anyone who knows who Tony Collette is, I feel like, thinks she's awesome. Like most people understand she's a good actress, our fans, like who know film. If that makes sense, yeah. Any, anyways, really good. Um, I would give Stowaway. I'd suck four dicks. I was entertained the whole way through, and it, and it was a pretty, um. It was a pretty easy like watch. It didn't Didn't feel laborious at all. And
2: that's a that's a Netflix one, right?
3: Yeah, Netflix. I'm gonna have
2: to check that out now. I'm due for a good. Sci-fi I thought it movie. was good. Yeah. Uh, I, I I heard Jeff that you saw something in real life that might be better than
3: any movie ever created. Thank you for teaming me up. I told you to bookmark on this. I hope I can tell the story of just really how good it was. I have actually a decent amount from when our podcast ended last week to when I landed in New York. Like the whole I have like three stories that are pretty good, but the first one is after we got done recording a few hours after. I want to do some cardio, run along the beach. Um, I'm not going to be back in California until May 1st, possibly even longer, but probably May 1st. Anyways, I want to do some cardio. So uh, I always run along Ocean Boulevard and Long Beach, and then I uh, run down uh, the street towards the beach where there's, like, community parking or whatever, Um, uh, 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 parking, and there's basketball courts, and I run along the beach. So – I'm running and I'm running down the hill. And as I'm running, I see this uh, black woman, black girl, like say early twenties, um, and her daughter. Her daughter's wearing like training roller skates. Her daughter had to be like I don't know four or five. And she pulls a longboard out of her out of her car and she puts it on the on the pavement on the street, like on the top of the hill. And like as I'm running and I see her, my first thought is like, "Oh, this this bitch is tripping!" Like, no way, no way this is gonna she, happen. She right? didn't look natural when she stepped on it. She didn't look natural at all. She looked like she had no business on that board. Um, and I was like, I sort of, I was like, this close to like stopping. And like saying something or be like, I, no, I wouldn't do that. Like I, I would just chill. But then I'm putting thought, you under like, citizen's
1: arrest. Long, Long Beach is,
3: you know, very, I've talked about this a bunch of times. Long Beach is just very diverse. It wouldn't be like outrageous for her to be able to like, you know, be able to skateboard or longboard and make it down the hill. all that. I'm trying to like put it in like ski or snowboarding trail terms. Obviously, I know black diamonds, the most difficult slope or,
1: course yeah, but what's double like black
2: medium diamond. medium okay. is the uh the the blue
3: square okay so she would be this hill i would say would be like medium right so i thought about like saying something newer, her but don't I was like, do whatever. it uh,
0: hold on i need to clear something up for my confusion you're at the beach right but we're talking a long board skateboard not a longboard surfboard.
3: Yeah, I'm run. Yeah, I'm I'm running down the street that goes to the beach. The public parking okay. at the beach. So and we're she on, gets a on a
0: skateboard though. Skateboard. Yeah. Okay. I was so fucking confused why she was right. trying to ride a surfboard down a hill. Uh, okay. Now that would have been back. way
3: better for her. Way better. <laughs> Let me tell you, spoiler. That would have been way better for
0: her. Anyways, okay.
3: All right. So I'm like, Sorry. All right. Yeah, it's all good. So I'm running. I'm thinking about saying something I don't because maybe she can fucking skateboard and I would just look like a dumbass saying anything. And I also thought, like, if she can't skateboard, like, come on, you're not that dumb, right? You're not really going to go down this fucking hill if you can't skateboard. Is it like that
0: hill we rode the bikes on? Was it that big of a hill?
3: No, that, no. I would have actually been like, can you really, can you skateboard? Can you, can you fucking skateboard? (laughs) Because this is going to be terrible. There was cars, like it is a two way street. So there there were cars that were 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 going up the hill and down the hill, um, down the street, whatever. So I keep running, and like ten seconds later, I hear like a yell, and all of a sudden, like I I, I pause my ear earpods and I hear, I can't stop, and oh, and she's just flying down this hill, as I'm watching this. I'm thinking like, okay, like she's probably, there's a turn at the bottom of the hill. There's there's probably no way she makes a turn. I really hope, obviously, I hope she doesn't fucking hit an oncoming car or just like, at this point, the car's like stopped and kind of moved, but like she clearly has no control of the skateboard and could have absolutely like either tucked in, rolled down the street or just hit one of the cars. She yells, I can't stop, right? She just stays on the board, holds her balance the whole time, gets to the turn, makes the turn, and at that point, I'm like, "Wait, are you fucking kidding me? She's gonna make it! Holy shit!" A second later, hits a curb, does a fucking roll, and I swear had to roll like eight times. <laughs> and
1: at sideways that point, or front I chuckled.
2: Was it like somersaults?
3: Yeah, there was the summer. Well. At first, it was a somersault, and then it turned like sideways.
1: Then just, like, <laughs> now, I hate to ask this bad. question,
2: but which weight class would you put this woman in?
3: She was, uh, she was like fit. I would, I don't, uh, she, she was kind of thin. Like, she had good thickness to her. So, I, I don't know. I don't know the way a bantam weight, like, she was like 120 twenty five hundred and thirty pounds. She was not a fat girl at okay. all. Um, and
0: was she so, young
3: or was she? Yeah. Old? Yeah. She was like, I would say in her mid 20s, I would say.
0: Do you think she thought that she was going to do something and put it on TikTok or something and it went horribly awry? I don't like, know what did- she
3: was thinking. She had no phone. She wasn't okay. filming. No one was filming. I don't know. She I, I want to say maybe she wanted to impress what I thought was her daughter could be her sister. I honestly, I don't know what she was thinking. And I, and I, and the reason I didn't say anything is because I really like just assumed like, come on, like any, any non morons going to know that going down this hill, if you don't know how to skateboard could be very, very bad news. So she makes a turn, hits a curb, seriously, does like seven rolls. I chuckle at this point, but then it's like, oh no, I got to see if this girl is okay. Right. So I'm like, I'm a little ways around uh, away from her. So I kind of pick it up, but it's like, she's screaming. It looked terrible. As soon as she did the roles, like four or five people just like, s- like swamped her like, Oh my God, are you okay? And like for me to have gotten in, like, I would have either had to go on like a, uh, an awkward like route or have to like purposefully eavesdrop but like by the time i got to the bottom of the hill everyone was kind of like four people were attending to her she she got up i I could vaguely make out what she was saying she you know she's like "Ah, i think she said she's all right she was walking it off she was shaking things she had a tank top that was off like her tank top got fucking like thrown off her like was she nude so she just no, see how like an athletic sports top with like a loose tank top above it. You know what I mean? So, so she like,
2: wiped out so hard it flung some of her clothes off.
3: Yeah, yeah. that's a that's a wipeout. <laughs> yeah, and I wanted to like I want. I'm happy that other people attended to her, and I didn't have to talk to her because it would have been it would not have probably been a great i would not have brought the energy she needed no, at that point no you probably it, would have been like when no, i, I, to I the, was
1: going to tell you you shouldn't do that
3: i honestly would I, what i wanted to say to, i wanted to high five her and just be like that was the coolest fucking thing i've ever seen like whole like the fact when she got up and started walking i was like oh my god that was amazing that was fuck it was like one of your stupid kid videos or like early cky like i <laughs> I I could not believe how fucking like just it it was like some daredevil shit. It was like like stuntman was like, oh like that is badass, lady. Like what the fuck were you thinking? Oh man, and like so she's whipping down the hill, dude, and like the cars like moved aside. Everyone stopped driving, is like watching how this is gonna end because there was no way she wasn't gonna get fucked up, and honestly. She, the best possible outcome happened for her. I think she didn't break anything. Definitely ruined her day. Did you she see her stand up? Did she walk away? Yeah. 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 She was walking. Oh. By the time I got down there, she was like walking and moving. So that's what I tell like, you. I what, chuckled.
2: Jeff. Like I've been in a situation where I've tried something and it went horribly wrong and I wiped out really bad. If you have enough people around you doing the freaking out, like,
1: oh, my God, are you okay?
2: Are you okay? Is anything broken? Uh, can you walk? How many fingers am I holding up? If there's one person out of that group that's like, oh, that was fucking sweet,
3: it's it's acceptable. I feel like you <laughs> could have done that. I should have. I, I want to run down there and high fire. Like, that was so cool. I can't believe... You were tripping. What the fuck were you thinking? Oh my god! <laughs> like, like it was it was nuts. I couldn't believe what I'd watch, and and I and I had texted you. I think later that day or the next morning, and I told you to. I know I texted you like right after it happened. I was like, bookmark this. I later that night when I was like showering, I started crying. I was laughing so hard just thinking about it. Like it's <laughs> one of like serious. Like I probably will die, and that will be one of the funniest things I've ever seen. Like in person, I couldn't fucking believe this girl did this. Like I couldn't fucking believe it. Like Man. if you were
2: you in a position where when you spotted her, like while you were running, before she even stood on the longboard, and you put two and two together, were you in a position where if you took your phone out and started filming her, it would have been like inappropriate? Like would you have been like a dick or a creep? Like why is this guy taking his phone out and filming me? Or were you in an area where? You could have
3: possibly remained unseen. Um, I mean, she would have seen me like filming her, but I don't think it would have been like creepy or weird. She probably would have wanted it, right? I mean, what the fuck was she doing? Yeah, I don't know why that wasn't filmed. We could have interspliced that into this whole discussion on the the for the
2: YouTube video.
3: Well, I would have had I like. I really didn't believe she was going to do it because she did not look like she had any business being on that board. And I just thought like logic would come through and she would just bail. And I wasn't going to like, you know, like say I could film (laughs) her or or ask her if I could film her or like, I don't know, put any more energy into what I thought wasn't going to be anything. And I was just like, no way she actually does it. And then like 10 seconds just fucking whips past me. I was like, oh, no. And like you hear her yell. And it just, how she stayed on the board is kind of a miracle, honestly. Like, I feel like her streaming, she, I Can't Stop, would have been, like, a button for decades. Oh, yeah. Yeah. She, and everyone, like, the, the people in the cars drifted off to the side. And everyone, like, watched her. People got out of her car. <laughs> and it it looked this like. sounds like
0: such a spectacle
3: oh it was a trip dude she she seriously rolled like seven or eight times it was nuts her shirt was off her it was like a fucking cartoon i could i couldn't believe it and then yeah i was chuckling when i saw it then i was like oh no like this <laughs> this could this could definitely be broken limbs and then when i got down there and saw her walking it off i ran a little bit further down the beach and just like just started dying like i was laughing so hard but like it was it was the hardest shit I've seen in a while.
2: <laughs> Haven't you fun, like? Sweet. Isn't this the second time you've seen a severe wipeout
3: on like the beach yeah. slash boardwalk area? Same run, um, but on Ocean Boulevard, not down to the beach. Oh yeah, we we're talking about how uh, like this a rollerblader, roller right? Yeah, the roller skater. This chick was roller skating past me on her phone, hit a rock, and just like landed awkwardly on her on her hand and broke her broke her. Uh, broke her thumb or broke, yeah, broke something. I don't know. Broke, broke something on her hand. Maybe it was her wrist. You know what you should do, man? We got to get you
2: like a GoPro that you can mount on your head and just film all of your runs. You know, like some people do that, like motorcycle riders. They have like a mounted holster on their helmets with a GoPro and they're just always filming.
3: You want me to get like body cam? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, We need a Jeff Clark (laughs)
2: body cam. We need to go on
3: some of these adventures with you. Uh, I feel like you're, I have a few stories that I I would, would have to think about and dig up, but you're just better at telling these stories than I am. And like, you'll make, I think you ham it up a little bit. Maybe not. It's, it is part of like what makes you, you, but you're really good at telling stories, uh, and every now and then I'll have something that I probably should tell on the podcast and I'm not like withholding it for any other reason than either I forget you have a better story or more interesting story to tell well um, I got one I got one for
2: Patreon <laughs> I'll just leave right, that one out there cool all this right. this might be one where in time it can bleed past the paywall but
3: paywall stuff is spicy though so I'm interested it,
2: it it's 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 not terribly spicy it's me Looking like. I don't know if I've ever been dumber.
3: If that's not a, if that's not a cliffhanger or if that's not a tease, <laughs> I don't know what is. I mean, you've looked dumb here over the years. I know. So I, don't, I know. Oh, I didn't. Wow.
2: After this right. story happened, I, I tested it out with Poo Team Six over Fortnite, and I was like, this could be one of those stories where it's like. <sighs> Cool story, Kevin. All right, do we have any voicemails? Or, wow, you are such an epic fucking boob. What is wrong with you? Uh, and I think it fell in the 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 latter category.
0: Did I hear this story? You did Was not. Was this the one that we... This, okay, so this isn't the story that I heard.
2: No, no, we... this this got a test run with... Ginger and Juice, Ginger and Juice, and Arts. And I was not expecting them to laugh at me as long as they did. <laughs> All right, cool. That's oh, fantastic. But it went on for a while. I can't wait for the Patreon. By the way, I do have to give a shout out to our friend Tim, a.k.a. Ginger and Juice, who um, wrote this week's show intro. I'm usually pretty it's good at giving, now, hasn't he? Giving, giving credit after I say it, but... Got sidelined. Wanted to make guys sure I Did you hear that
0: noise? Oh, I know what it is. God fucking damn it. Did you fart? No. The new neighbors across the street who have been problems uh, got a dirt bike. Oh, no. And that's what was just happening.
3: Man, I
2: didn't
0: I... hear it, but that's
3: pretty annoying.
2: Yeah, luckily it's not bleeding through your mic. I had I had a poop slime incident the other day over the weekend. Just so there's usually somebody who's way across the street who likes to stake out this corner and just flip out, and it sounded like that's who it was. So there's there's a couple different reoccurring characters in Poop Slime Alley. It the the yelling was going on for so long and it was so disruptive, I was like, I got to take a look at this motherfucker who's ruining my day, and I look out the window, and I think this is. A character I've mentioned before, maybe just in fleeting passing, but um, I call her Sarah Connor because when she screams at the top of her lungs, she sounds just like Sarah Connor in Terminator 2 when she's flipping out in the security video saying, you better get 10 million SPF sunblock. Like, that is the gravel in her voice when she yells. So I look out, and she's in Poop Slime Alley, butt-fucking-naked. Bent over, holding her ass cheeks. Like, she wasn't giving me a predator. But she was completely... You guys really
0: don't hear that? No. They're outside. They must have just fired it up for the first time. Because they... It, sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. But it came in like a crate, and they put it together in their backyard. Do we have was like Is it made a, out of uh,
3: Legos? Is it K'nex? A gri- Do we have like a Griswold with uh, Elaine... Uh neighbor dynamic and Christmas vacation. Oh yeah, Todd and you know margo what I'm talking about? Yeah. Oh man, that's I feel like that's a very underrated bit in Christmas vacation. <laughs> the yuppies? Oh, I love them. Yeah. Oh dude, that shit is hilarious. Or <laughs> he just he fucking dogs those guys. Why don't you bend over and I'll show you? <laughs> that's very rude, Griswold. No, I wasn't talking to you. <laughs> <laughs> Epic dick. <laughs> uh, anyways, poop slime alley predator. No, that was it. Was this just podcast. Oh, she
2: okay. was just cool. head to toe, butt naked, screaming in poop slime alley, screaming.
3: Did your penis move at all?
2: No, no, it wasn't. Um, this was not an attractive homeless lady, Jeff. Okay, Sarah so Connor has her appeal.
3: So.
2: I, you know, I'm always blown away how do i met ma- how did i manage to get two jaywalking tickets two jaywalking tickets but some lunatic can be butt naked screaming for 45 minutes straight
3: with no police interaction whatsoever maybe if you were jaywalking butt naked you wouldn't have gotten in trouble you ever think of that
2: i don't know i did i i was walking home from getting burritos once and some guy whipped his dick out and just pissed in the middle of the street at like 12 in the afternoon and he was fine,
3: Todd. Right, that's the point. You need some nudity to go with that and You'll be all right. I guess so. Uh, all right. Well, I got a. Oh, I was what, saying, do you have another I can, story? I have a couple more. Oh, uh, well, but you yeah. don't have to get into both of them. I don't know. I kind of want to. I like Jeff's stories. All right. So dropping off Allie later the day. Uh, my dog Allie later that day. I. The, the, the day before I traveled back to upstate New York, same day as the, the skateboarding accident. Um, I offered her to you, as I'm sure a lot of listeners remember, but for whatever reason, you weren't able to do it. So I gave her back to or let the uh, previous owner uh, hold on to her for a couple of days. It was actually my buddy Rich's girlfriend's uh, parents. So I went to their house. um and, you know, they're all Vietnamese people. They're speaking Vietnamese. I don't know what the hell is going on, but they're very nice. And they're happy to see Ali again. So I, uh,
0: I you know, I You're bring Ali You're never getting in. that dog back.
3: Oh, no. We already got her back. Oh, okay. That was a concern of mine. Absolutely. was a concern of <laughs> Wait, mine. Did, did Bill like and this. Cheech already go back to L.A.? Yeah, Bill and Cheech are already there. Um, so Rich dropped off the dog the other day when Bill got into town but yeah, we got her back immediately anyways. So we dropped her off at her old owner's house. And every time the, uh, Rich's girlfriend and rich come over to my place, like the excitement on Allie's face fucking gets me jealous. Like it, it, it honestly bums me out. Like, She's always trying to, like, play with and lick Rich's girlfriend. And, like, Rich's girlfriend, like, plays her out. Like, she'll be on her phone or, like, not paying attention. And, like, Allie is trying to get her attention and, like, will make eye contact with me as if to say, like, oh, my God, can you believe she's here? Oh, my God, you see <laughs> her, right? She's here. She's right here. Like, it's...
2: She, you know what you I, should do, I, Jeff?
3: You should get Rich and his girlfriend to play Fortnite.
2: And then you can sit on the couch and be the hero. Be like,
1: oh, see? look, they're dickheads. They ignore you and play Fortnite. I'm here for snuggles.
3: <laughs> yeah. I need to get them over for video game night. That's a good, that's a good call. And I'm just going to give Allie all the attention. So I, uh, you know, I get to their place and drop her off and they have another dog named newbie who fucking hates Allie and this dog sucks. And that's the, they ended up taking newbie over Allie and that's kind of how we got Allie and um, like I tried to pet newbie and they're like, no, you can't pet, you can't pet this dog. It's very protective of us. You can't really like you can't pet Allie when that dog is around or it's going to bark at you and get aggressive. And what kind of
0: dog is newbie?
3: I don't even know. It's, I don't even know if they know some, it was a, it was a little shit. It was about Alley size. Um, and I didn't, you know, Allie obviously has a history with these, this family and, um i was hoping to see like the good a good vibe from her a good energy like she was gonna miss me when i left and i started petting Allie, and this dog starts like running at me and barking and then Allie freaks out at her to like protect me and i was like or oh. this other dog to protect me and i was like oh fuck yeah Allie has all got right. you back yeah and i was wondering like because every time rich and his uh girlfriend come over like the dog is super excited to see him and it's like oh man Like, we're definitely not her favorite, and it kind of bums me out. Um, Anyways, she, I think Allie was under the impression we were just going to visit Rich's family, and we weren't going to put her there. And so I, I bring her pillow and her little makeshift bed into where they're keeping Allie. They keep Allie. They kept Allie in a fucking garage near, like, a little tortoise sandbox. They put her next to a fucking turtle. I was pissed. Goddamn god damn it i was mad and um and as i was about to leave i'm like all right see Ally, see you, everyone her ears perk up and she immediately had the look on my face like or on her face like oh wait a second are you fucking leaving me like when i like put her on the like i took her in the garage and like you know like uh put her set her on her bed i'm like all right later Ally," and she like I saw it, like, click, like, oh, no, I got to sleep in this shitty garage for a week, don't I? Oh, no. And it's like, I don't know, in a weird way, it made me feel good because it felt, I felt like my dog was going to miss me.
1: Yeah, you that, said, like, on your way out, you're like, oh, I guess watching me play Fortnite's not that bad, is it?
3: <laughs> yeah, that isn't the funniest story about this. So when I uh, when I first bring her, Over now, you've never gotten a chance to meet Allie. Allie is just the sweetest dog, has the best energy, and she's gonna be an awesome dog to like bring around girls because any girl, any person that shows her affection, she just loves it. Like she just eats that shit up. her Her ass starts wiggling. She doesn't really have a tail, so her ass starts wiggling. She just twerks. She gets on both. Yeah, she gets on both her legs and like puts her paws up and tries to high five you and tries to lick you and like just loves attention right so when we bring (laughs) her there um uh rich's girlfriend's sister's kid is there so rich's girlfriend's nephew this kid has to be like four or five years old four or five years old and um you know allie allie Allie, when we get to the house allie's just showing everyone love showing one attention she's so excited she's back where she was raised and she goes like the kid, like kind of goes up her or up to her and pat, like goes to like I don't know, not even like make uh not even a pet her, but just like walks past her and Allie like tries to lick the kid and like freaks out and like you know tries to show the kid love. This kid, he's five years old, shits you not, starts screaming, crying, pisses his pants, and gr- ho- grabs on to uh uh girlfriend's sister his mom and he's screaming like in her stomach screaming like i don't know what the youngest you can call a child like a bitch or a pussy but oh my god (laughs) is this five-year-old i couldn't i i I, I couldn't believe what i saw like this kid they had to change his pants he pissed his pants because Allie tried to like lick him like i I was I don't I, I still have to bust Rich's balls about it, but oh my god, is his girlfriend's nephew we gotta toughen that kid up. It's time to get him into hockey or something. Like, what the fuck, kid? Like it was
2: I could just imagine because Jeff is one of those people that doesn't hide his emotions very well. So I'm sure if anybody in that room looked at Jeff while all that was going on, they knew exactly what he was
3: thinking. Oh I yeah. my Jeff- mouth my mouth dropped like
1: <laughs> <laughs> What the fuck? Yeah, it was it
3: was a trippy it was a trippy environment. It, I mean, it was a you know uh, Vietnamese immigrant household. They're like. Yelling back and forth Vietnamese shit, yelling Mao Mao. I guess they're working on dinner, and Mao was like, "Hurry!" And my brother told me what that means, and he knew it from like Deer Hunter. And they're yelling Mao Mao during the Russian roulette scene. <laughs> like that's a, I hear that, and they're they're prepping dinner, and this kid pissed his pants over my dog. It was it's kind of an intense. It sounds issue. like fucking
0: chaos. It yeah. sounds like very <laughs> sensory overload.
1: Yeah. oh does anybody have a longboard I could borrow? I'm just going to go check out this hill I, I passed on the way here.
3: <laughs> oh, man. It was... I, I couldn't... Like, this kid was screaming. Like, it was like like a person with a knife was chasing them. I couldn't believe this reaction. Pissed his fucking pants. It was it, it was a <laughs> trip, dude. It was a trip. Last one. This could be... The, I don't know. I think they're all funny. Hopefully, I'm telling them well. Anyways. My flight. So... I flew from LA to Charlotte. There's no straight shot from LA to Albany, New York. So I went from LA to Charlotte, then up to Albany. Um, Get to the airport with a decent amount of time, like not in a rush at all. Have enough time to get some Dunkin' Donuts uh, breakfast and a coffee. Getting Dunkin' Donuts coffee and my breakfast or whatever, just got it. And I'm walking to the gate where I'm going to board in, I don't know, 45 minutes. And there's this aisle there's this alley going towards the, the gate that my my plane will be boarding and taking off from and I get stuck behind just this massive black dude I I guess his race doesn't really matter I, I he somewhat looked like Bill Burr's homie in Breaking Bad like he was a wide 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 motherfucker so wide that like the alleyway was a little tight but not that tight and I just couldn't get past him like this guy was a a massive dude right so i'm just like thinking like fuck man whoever's got to sit next to this guy that poor sucker so uh we board the plane i didn't actually hear them call my group so i got a little i got on the plane a little after the group i'm walking down the 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 walkway to get to my seat and in my little three-person aisle on the right side i see him on the window seat and this, like, like normal size like, white woman, right? And this guy straight up is taking up, like, 1.75 seats. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, he is a big, big motherfucker. And I get there, and he, like, makes eye contact with me. He's like, am I, am I in your seat? I actually had the window seat, so he was supposed to be the middle seat, and she was supposed to be the end, right?
2: Oh, that fucking guy knew. He knew. If you take <laughs> up, like... Oh, yeah, he knew. Yeah. Two seats... And, like, when you book your flight and you pick the middle seat and you're that size, you know what's up. Oh, 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 I'm not the window? How how did this mix-up happen? Yeah, no, he you knew. Know. You know, hewell
3: And, you <laughs> that's his name. I, I couldn't remember. Huell, thank you. Um, turns out the guy was a nice guy. Anyways, I get there and I'm like, ah, uh, that's my seat. I swear to God, this girl's reaction was, she straight up was like, no. No, 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 no. You're not going to fit. This is, this is not going to work. No. <laughs> and she fucking, she just gets up and she goes to the back of the, the, the back of the plane and starts talking to a flight attendant about getting her seat moved. And the other guy, the other guy's like, this is your seat. Do you want me to, do I need to move? I'm like, uh, yeah, but I want to see what comes of this. So <laughs> let's, let's wait. So like I drop my bag off at like the middle seat and then I go to the back to like you know see if she can get her seat moved or I didn't I I didn't know what she was going to talk to the flight attendant about. I don't know if she's going back there to fume and just like yell because like I heard the flight was sold out and if it is like ultimately what can you do? Like, yeah, I got I, I was, get a
2: feeling this is another one of those moments where Jeff needs his helmet cam. You might you might have seen <laughs> so, a Karen in the wild.
3: Yeah, she had some. Karen vibes. And to her credit, though, she was right, and she took the bull by the horns, and it ends up being a happy ending for everyone involved. But I go back there, and I'm just like, "So what's going on? Like, what's going on, ladies? What what, what, what can what can I do? What can we do? Which is just <laughs> the dumbest question. Like, what am I? What, am I going to lose forty pounds real quick? What do you, <laughs> you know? She was like, "Listen, like you're y- he's a lot bigger than you, and like." we just we're just not going to fit. So the flight attendant's like, "Listen, I don't know the head count or who didn't come on the flight. That's up for someone up in the front, but if there's any open seats, you know, we'll 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 make the move or we'll move accordingly, but for now you have to sit in your seat." So I go back to my seat. She doesn't move. I go back to my seat. And As I'm walking back to my seat, I mentally prepare to be smushed against the fucking wall for, like, five and a half hours. Like, I've just made peace with it. Like, oh, no, this is terrible. Like, I'm going to be pressed against the wall. So, I tell him, I was like, yeah, actually, man, you're going to have to move. That's my seat. They told us to get in our assigned seat so they can figure out the logistics and possibly move her. So, he lets me in. He gets in the middle seat and just like I like seriously, this dude took up like 1.75 seats. I'm like, I'm like this against the wall. Like I'm just like 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 fucking like pinned up against the wall. I guess they end up finding the girl in another seat. Someone didn't show up to the to the to the plane. So he moved to the end seat. We didn't have to cuddle anymore. And we had enough room for both of our fat asses. And it was a happy ending. And if that girl People want to hate on Karen and Karen can be annoying, but if she didn't go Karen, I was fucked. I was <laughs> fucked. Cause I wasn't going to complain. I was just going to, I was like, you know what? Like I'm a fat guy. I'm part of the problem too. Fuck me. I don't know. Like whatever. This is the luck of the draw, but her going Karen really saved me from what would have most likely been the worst plane ride. Of my life.
0: I just like picturing her just looking at you, looking at him, looking back at you. Going, oh wow. no! This is not gonna work. <laughs> know, her fr- like her
3: all, her first words and sentence was no period. No, <laughs> she's like no. No, no. You know what? We gotta wait. We can't have both you motherfuckers on one
2: side of the plane. <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah, she immediately calculated like the logistics or the geometry of the situation. She's like no. Nope. I have a no. degree.
2: I have a degree no. in aerodynamics. <laughs> no. Where's the pilot?
3: I just go back to, like, what do you want me to do? (laughs) Like, what can I do to help you out here? She's like, well, I mean, she pretty much answered, like, nothing, idiot. Like, what can you do? (laughs) You're not going to lose. Was she attractive, do you think? No, she was probably, like, she probably was hotter when she was younger, though. She was, I want to say, like, upper 40s, like, late 40s. She was, like, she was in decent shape, but she wasn't, like, you know, I can't, I can't. I'm not doing a great job of visualizing her, so I can't give her, like, a 0 through 10 scale, but... Well, that's probably
0: better that way. Did they have
3: yeah, to get yeah, the um
2: the seatbelt extender for this guy? Because I remember that was a big deal with Kevin Smith, and, like, even when Kevin Smith was at his biggest, I don't think he was anywhere near Huel level big. Like, I imagine a guy who's taking up almost two full seats on an airplane is going to need the seatbelt extender. Like, at what point does it, like, sorry, we... we... Delta hasn't calculated for this. We can't accommodate you,
3: sir. I don't know. I don't know how that works. Because, like, uh, like you need two th- really, like, like, you essentially need two featherweights and this guy, if you're going to make a three-person aisle fit, or three-person you need, like, like, two, arrangement work. Two boognishes yeah yeah exactly you need two <laughs> boognishes like that's pretty much what you're what you're looking for if you're gonna make it work so i don't know like can you can you
2: just I like buy become a, a
0: unit of measurement
3: <laughs> yeah boog uh, i
2: remember seeing that on my trapper keepers as a kid
3: do, do you can you buy like your own seatbelt extender and just like carry it on the flight with you or do you have to buy one like a la carte every time you fly
2: no they provide the airline will provide it like Sorry, you're too fat for one seatbelt to make it around your equator. Here,
3: tape two of these together. He, if they had one, he probably needed it. Maybe they just thought, like, whatever, fuck it. Like, it's hey, he's wearing a mask. You know, we can't get everything we want here. So. <laughs> he,
2: <laughs> he seems pretty it. wedged in there. I don't know if any sort of turbulence is going to dislodge him from his seat.
3: And you know what? That was total. <laughs> that had to be the thinking on some level. Like, you know, we can fuck if it. And this whole flight could be flung forward and this motherfucker isn't moving from his seat. <laughs> he, yeah. He, <laughs> it was a trip, dude. It, oh, I'll that's another thing I'll never forget just her being like, "Nope." No. no. <laughs> straight up like, "No. No, I'm not. We're not. This isn't going to work." <laughs> <laughs> I felt her. I felt her. I felt, she was she was 100% right. She couldn't have been any more right.
2: Man, I've got my my first flight booked. Uh, in like, let's see, like about two and a half weeks, I got my first flight booked and I'm, I'm just, it's going to be nice to travel again. I'm going to Florida. I'm going to see my mom. My sister's coming down too. very, very much looking forward to that shit like that is my nightmare. That's always what happens. Every time I'm like looking at my ticket, walking down the aisle, looking at the numbers by like the luggage compartment, like, I'll look ahead, like, ten rows, maybe, and see just, like, two gigantic people. I'm like, oh, please, no, please, no, please, no. And as I get closer and I'm looking at the numbers, I'm like, oh, fuck, it's lining up. It's going to be me, isn't it? And then they, they do that. When you get
3: five away, you know it's you? Yup. And then
2: they look up at you like, motherfucker, please don't sit here. Don't sit here. And it's like, yup,
3: I'm here. Uh, I, I. That's why... It's like, I felt like it's a bit of a Kevin Kraft story I'm telling. Cause I saw this bit. guy as we're like w- waiting for the flight to be boarded. And I just thought, man, some poor sucker.
2: You know, <laughs> it's fucking I, essentially me. If that was my ticket, was. that Karen never would have said anything. And I would have been wedged in Hewell's armpit for the entire flight.
3: She's, I wish I could talk to her and just express my gratitude. She's a fucking hero because she's on the end you know, like it sucks for her, but it's way worse for me. Like, it's way worse for yeah. me. Like, you know, so she, she really helped me out. Cause I don't know. I don't know if it's like, I'm a pushover or I'm chill, like whatever you could say I'm weak or, or I'm really nice. Either way, I wasn't going to push. I was just going to be like, fuck it, dude. I'll just, I'll just pack in here. And I, you know, I would have had to, Shoulder some of the blame because I'm a fat guy too, type thing. But All right,
1: let's do this. Thank God for that. Hurt. I'll be your baby kangaroo. Let me climb in your pouch.
3: Yeah, <laughs> American Airlines, Karen. Thank you. Wherever you are, thank
2: you. Yep. And then that flight just fucking did a barrel roll the entire way from L.A.
3: to New York. <laughs> yeah, just like the skateboarder. Ah, <laughs> oh, man. I wish. I wish if we could get any precog shit. I wish I could give you. That would be my like hall of fame highlight film from my life like that would be in like the the mixtape like her rolling at the bottom of that hill cause, cause that would have been on tosh right it's oh absolutely she hits the turn and i was like well well maybe well maybe and then, and then she hits a curb it's like oh okay <laughs> That's, and and Again, at least tried to
0: make the turn, right? Like she didn't. She made the the, turn. She actually made the turn. She just swung out too wide on the. Yeah, she was just going too fast. So it's not like she just fucking bombed down the hill and just head-on hit the curb. She, she at least tried to. She was turning. Avoid dance. She tried. She tried her best.
3: I honestly, there, there is. Like if if they if that if that situation plays out a hundred times, she doesn't get seriously injured. Like once or twice, she might actually stick it once, and the other ninety-seven times she breaks something or dies. Like I, can't, it, was, it was the fucking gnarliest shit I've seen in a while. I couldn't. What a hero! I had just great luck the uh, beginning of the week after. <laughs> After the shitstorm that was MSPH last week, pun intended.
2: Well, before we wrap things up, I do have one quick thing I wanted to get your guys' input on. So, the, the Letterboxd app, I'm about to hit a milestone of logging my 2,000th movie watched. Okay. And... I wanted to I wanted to I did want to put up like a poll on Twitter and see what I should make my 2000th movie. But I wanted to see if you guys had any suggestions cuz I feel like I filled in some gaps. What are you looking at, Shuddy? What happened?
0: Uh it, it was a work message on my watch. Sorry. Yeah. Uh
2: I I I feel like I filled in some gaps with you guys shaming me. Like, before MSPH started, I don't think I'd ever seen The Godfather. I don't think I'd ever seen Rocky. I hadn't seen seen Armageddon. But I, I, I went over, like, a few, like, top 200, top 100 lists on, like, IMDB and Letterboxd. I didn't find... Like, there's no glaring omissions. There's no, like, Terminator 2s or anything. But I've never seen... I wanted to get get your guys' thoughts and see if these are like worth including. I've never seen Sen of a Woman.
0: Oh, I love that movie. I have also never seen Sen of a Woman.
3: Uh, okay, all right. So I I love that movie. That's a I don't know if it's a car classic cuz my I don't think my brothers love it as much as I do. It's personally it's a five-decker and I've heard people somewhat make fun of Al Pacino's performance or essentially say it was overrated and his Oscar was more of like a lifetime achievement than him actually deserving it for that movie. I mean, I fucking, I fucking love that movie. I do. I love them.
2: The average of reviews on IMDb, it has almost 270,000 reviews. It's an 8.0 out of 10. That's Damn. strong for IMDb. It's a long fucking movie too. Two hours and 36 minutes. So I've never seen Sen of a Woman. I've never seen Tootsie. Um,
0: I can't imagine Tootsie holds up very well.
2: I don't know. From what I hear, people say it's awesome. It might not hold up to like woke standards, but it's
3: cross cross and Hoffman, right?
2: Yep. Yep. Okay. Oh, I've that one doesn't it. have as as good a score. That one has a seven point four on IMDb. Uh, I've
3: never seen Do the Right Thing.
0: That's a very good movie.
3: Saw so once a while ago. Was that John Taturo's in that, right? Yeah. Spike Lee?
0: Correct. And it's
3: been a while. I've seen it once. Then a few like
2: old school ones. Like out of the classics, I've never seen Casablanca. I don't know if that's worth it.
0: I got nothing on that one.
2: Um, if you've seen Out
0: Cold, you've seen Casablanca, or so I've been told.
2: The snowboarding movie? Yeah. Oh. All right. Well, fuck that then. I've seen Out Cold.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I've never seen Vertigo. Hitchcock. was pretty good. Yeah. I, I mean, Hitchcock's awesome, but I've never seen Bullet
0: with Steve McQueen. I don't,
3: I've never seen that. I don't even I think that I name. fell
0: asleep during that. Because uh, I was only interested in seeing it because that was the big thing in Death Proof, is that car was in Bullet. Supposedly, okay. that the girls were looking at. Uh, I'm pretty sure.
2: So that was all I could think of. I don't know if you guys had anything that, like, off the top of your head, thought I might have missed over the years, or if I just should just slap a couple of those in a poll.
3: Uh, I don't know, man. It's tough.
0: I feel like it shouldn't be something as sniffing your own farts as something off of a top list should be something silly
3: for my 2000th movie i I do hold scent of a woman and uh i do i do have high praise for that movie so i am interested in one way or the other getting a review on that one because I've, i've heard people making fun of it the most i guess prominent example is bill simmons with he does this this like uh he does this podcast called Rewatchables and they'll they'll talk about old will rewatch an old movie and talk about it and go through like their favorite scenes and all that stuff and it's it's pretty good. Some episodes suck, some episodes are good, but they kind of shitted on Sen of a Woman and I th- I thought it was like a clear cut five dicker across the board. So yeah, I really want to hear your opinion on it, but fucking sick cast. I mean, Chris O'Donnell's whatever and Al Pacino, that guy, James Rebhorn, I'm obviously reading these. I don't know who I'm trying to think of what other movie that guy is in, but as soon as you saw his face, I think he's the dad in blank check. Oh, that guy. Yeah. Oh, oh, he's uh he's Bob's parents in Meet the Fucking Parents. You know <laughs> that dude. Oh, I okay, yeah, I know that guy. Oh shit, he died. Oh, is he dead? Is that guy's awesome.
2: Yeah, I've seen him, awesome. seen seen him in tons of stuff. Yeah, he died in twenty fourteen.
3: Holy shit, he's in it. He's he's like the villain, kind of one of the. I mean, it's not really a villain type shit, but he's whatever. He's the chancellor of Chris O'Donnell's, or he's the the chairman of Chris O'Donnell's charter school, private school, and he's the one who's again, I guess, kind of the villain. But we're Philip Seymour Hoffman's also in it. It's just a fucking sick movie. Um you your catalog or your video watch list goes deeper than mine, so I I don't even know what to tell you. Alright. You know what? I'll just I'll just throw
2: up Vertigo, do the right thing, Tootsie, Incentive a Woman. And I'll just put that to a Twitter poll. Oh I know nobody probably even gives a flying fuck, but I really like using that app. I'll... I like Letterboxd. Letterboxd. D. I think it should be
0: uh, The Secret of the Sword. The Secret just of the, the he Sword. the He-Man and Shira movie. Oh, my God. That's goodness. what I think it should be.
2: All right. Well, that is not making it to the poll. Well, too bad. All right. Well, Shuddy, good to have you back. Uh-oh. What just happened?
0: Did I disappear? I have no idea. That wasn't me. I'm
2: back. I'm back. It was Skype. Skype wanted to chime in. It was like, hey, have you forgotten about me? And it's like, yeah, Skype. Eat a fat dick.
0: Yeah, we've moved on to bigger and better things. Yeah, you're so your super hot
3: sister, Zoom.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah,
2: but uh, good to have you back, Shuddy.
0: Good to be back.
2: You know what, maybe next time you get cranky, I'll just send you some nudes.
0: That would have solved everything. Predators always do nudes instead of telling me I'm overreacting. That's probably that's probably a much better way to defuse the situation.
2: Jeff will send you a picture of his flaccid penis. I'll send you a picture of my hard one. And we'll both send bum
3: holes. Okay.
2: And Arts will send a taint. Oh,
3: let's hope this doesn't happen again then. <laughs> <laughs>
2: uh, and... Hey, everybody, if you need more MSPH in your life, I strongly advise you to check out what we have going on on Patreon. Patreon.com slash Uh We've got over 170 Patreon podcasts that you can access. All of our individual shows, our joint shows, we have been getting hit up. Supermarket Queefs is just on a brief hiatus until Jeff
3: gets back. Um... Yeah, Jeff's- I was gonna thank you for saying that. I was gonna make like a little announcement on that front. You know, my content has been a little down this month uh, because I'm uh, at home and not really in a position to do a lot. I'm just happy I can get on this podcast and shit. So sorry, there's someone that hit us up on Twitter saying we're supermarket queefs. My bad, but we'll get it out. It's next coming. Week. Jeff
2: Jeff's gotta handle some very serious family stuff, so uh, it's not gone. It will no, be back. And neither
0: are, is any of the stuff that we I haven't put out. Uh, Masters of the Pooniverse will be back next week, uh, and then what the fuck did I just watch? Will be back the week after that.
3: Yeah, Shuddy point yeah. on using <clears throat> that stuff, that embargoed production for contract <laughs> negotiations. <laughs> but we didn't get to that point, so. <laughs> kind <of for>
0: free.
2: <laughs> yeah, check out our Patreon. Uh, send your emails to madscientistpartyhour at gmail.com. You can follow us on Instagram. I'm at Kevin Kraft,
0: At Shuddy Boy.
2: At Jeffro Records. And at MSPH Podcast. You guys got anything else? No. All right, friends. We'll see you next time. Or next week, actually. But
1: until next time. Oh, something. do do hi Alright.
2: What up, fart faces? <laughs> Jeff, were you just
0: what were guys, you? Jeff, it looks like yourself? you're in the same room as normal.
2: <laughs> yeah, I see interior decorating isn't
3: big in your your family. Uh You're talking to me, I'm assuming. I'm trying to I'm sorry, I'm trying to connect with my AirPods. I just put you on my computer speaker though, so I heard you make fun of my grandmother's interior decorating. I'll I'll be sure to tell her. God damn it, I can't hear. I see you guys laughing. I guess that joke wasn't terrible. <laughs> <All right. clears throat> yeah. Uh, this is her guest room, so pretty bare room. I could try to get one of like her dog and horse portraits in here. Put it behind me. We're we're a dog and horse family. What can I say? You should
2: um you should paint her uh something to hang on the walls. I would like to see a Jeff Clark painting of dogs and horses. She doesn't need
3: that at this point.
1: Oh, you see, Grandma, this is where uh the dog and the horse are 69ing.
3: <laughs> i'm not gonna I'm, yeah i'm not gonna do any uh animal on animal porn not not with my illustrations we should have
2: yeah. a a paint off sometime
3: uh like, i feel like that would be fun to show would showcase you ever do one stuff. of those like those painting dates you're getting back out there in the dating world would you ever do something like that go to like have you you know what i'm talking about if we could paint nude models, yeah, then I'd be in. I don't know. The the stories you've talked about or have told me about this girl, she seems pretty cool. You don't think she's down to paint some nude models? No, that's why I said it.
2: All right, well. I don't know that for sure, but I think it would be a funny story, and she might be down to, like, like we'll keep it even. We'll paint one naked lady, one naked dude. Yeah. And then I'll just paint the guy with, like, a five-foot dong. It'll, Whoa. It'll get a good laugh.
3: One dick, one pussy. <laughs> Man, not discriminatory. I like it. I don't like... Is my internet messed up or a little slow, or is it yours? It's probably me. Am I coming through all fucked up?
0: I have not heard any issues with Kevin but I haven't heard any issues with you either, Jeff. So,
2: Your audio is a little off the your mouth. Shuddy. Mine is? Oh, it's good now. When you were talking before, it, your like, sound was ahead of you or something. Ah, I was going to say,
3: Kevin's a little laggy and Shuddy's fine. So, I don't know. It would appear that it is Kevin's a bitch-ass internet.
2: Yep. Spectrum wins
3: again. Shout out to you guys fucking scumbags and it's amazing how strong this internet is i'm in the middle of fucking nowhere in the middle of nowhere but i guess they the federal government bought a whole bunch of land up here because they need to like put up a whole bunch of new power lines and 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 like the all the power lines and telephone lines are just shit but fios like moved into this area so like I guess all their the f- fiber optics connections are all like underneath the ground or uh, underground. So like my father's internet is like much stronger than my mother's and my mother is in a much more populated, still not very populated area in upstate New York. I'm just blown away. I really thought that, I mean, shit, my, my grandmother in this community was drinking well water like two years ago. Like that's, they all did well. Water. What the so fuck? I, I had no hopes for the internet connection. I'm. But Kevin froze.
0: Yeah, Kevin debt was definitely frozen. <laughs> yeah, yes. yeah. It, With his mouth gaping open.
3: I'm completely. <laughs> Ill- this is this is
2: such bullshit. Oh yeah, cool. There's the notice. Your internet is unstable. That's what it was. I love that Mariahville, in New
3: York, is beating Studio City, California, in internet speed right now.
2: <laughs> yeah, because they know they know they don't have to try. They're fucking like they have a monopoly. I can't get anybody but Spectrum. So why would they try?
3: It's absolute bullshit. Yeah, I'm with you. <sighs>
2: well, good thing I'm paying for the uh, super I'm- expensive fast internet through Spectrum. The 150 over 150. Apparently, it's their 14.4K modem special.
3: Well, you're getting ripped off, buddy.
2: Yep. I'm pumped about it, too. This rules. This was happening all day yesterday. I had to get off my family Zoom because I just kept freezing. I was like, well, this is a fucking waste. Oh, no.
3: So, we'll see how this holds up. (laughs) Oh, no. We're in for a turbulent MSPH Monday, huh? Yeah, there might just be
2: intermittent uh, spatterings of me freezing.
3: Uh, well, yeah, we'll figure it out. Let's just hope for the best. You guys can Anticipate hear this? the worst. I'm sure. Butt cheek is. fuck me. Yes. Puss in boots? Yep. <laughs> That's me. I think it's delicious. I think fucking pizza delicious.
0: Are we going to talk about the Oscars?
2: Uh, I mean, we usually do, right?
3: I didn't watch them. I, I forgot they were on, actually. And then I messaged you, I think, partway through when I was, like, going through my TV guide and my grandmother's TV guide, <clears throat> and I saw that they were on. I had no interest.
2: Yeah, it wasn't exactly a big year for movies.
3: Yeah, oh, yeah that's true. I heard Nomadland 1, which is just absurd. Yeah, one for you. Kind of liked it though.
2: Best turds in bucket. <laughs> yeah,
3: sounds like a fucking snooze fest.
0: Nomadland won best director and best picture. Yep.
2: Yep. 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 All right, you guys ready to roll?
0: Yes, sir. Cross
2: your fingers.
3: From Los Angeles, California, we're the Mad Scientist Party Hour.